This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good afternoon to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And Junie, this is the week of Thanksgiving, so we already have a theme for this week, and that is... Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about the Feast of Thanksgiving and the significance of Thanksgiving in the Holy Scriptures, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And the day and its precepts. And the day and its precepts. And of course, historically speaking, really. And I, we encourage you to read about the history of um, Thanksgiving, because we know the first Thanksgiving was held in the early autumn of 1621. In at Plymouth in Massachusetts, and the pilgrims who had survived harsh conditions celebrated with what they called a harvest festival. And the feast lasted for a number of days, and the tradition was repeated at harvest time in the following years. The event was not originally called Thanksgiving, and this is important, because to the pilgrims, Thanksgiving was a spiritual event. Yes, Shelley, and they met with the Indians right. who to them when they first came to the new world, which was America today, the Indians were their enemies, but God brought them together and God caused their crops to go, grow, and their, the precept of their getting together was to give thanks to the Lord for bringing the rain and the sun and joining them together with the Indians, that the two would be friends and help each other. Really. So they celebrated the harvest time, but they also wanted a spiritual input. So the first recorded day of Thanksgiving was held in 1623 to uh, respond to the rainfall and their crops. And it's interesting, Junie, that what was that combination, I should say, is now known as Thanksgiving Day. And in 1863, President Abraham Lincoln made it into an official holiday. And, you know, I think it's important, Shelley, for the listeners and for you and I to know precepts in the beginning. God. Okay. And if God wasn't in the beginning, that we should eliminate it from our life. But if God was in the beginning of an event, a relationship, a business, a church, a synagogue, 
We need to remember and honor the Lord always. always. You know, before we did this program, Junie, uh, two scriptures came to mind out of the book of Jeremiah, and it has to do with going back to the ancient paths. I'd like to read them because that has a lot to do with how uh, Thanksgiving is celebrated now. Uh, Jeremiah 18, 15. My people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless gods and they have stumbled from their ways, from the ancient paths to walk in bypaths and not on a highway. In Jeremiah 6.16, we read these words, Stand by the ways and see and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it, and you shall find rest for your souls. So we need to see that we have to go back to the origin of things, Junie. Yeah? I just wanted to say what struck me when you read those two scriptures was the ancient paths, not on the highway, but to go to the new way or? Well, they went, they went off the highway and they went onto the byway. Exactly. And that's the, that's what struck me, Shelley, because Yeshua made a pathway for us to heaven and how we should walk on the earth when we know him Mm. is on the path that he set before us to follow him and his ways. And it would remind us for Thanksgiving day to remember the Lord and to remember to thank him if we went on a byway or off the path, that he's still with us. Thank you, Lord. He still loves us, and he desires for us to find the way, who he is. And he's looking for us to be on the highway. Yes. There's a higher road, right. So Thanksgiving Day started out as a spiritual day in in which we should take time and thank God from whom all blessings come. But, you know, honestly, Junie, do we really do that? Is that how it's celebrated in America? It's wonderful. It's joyous that family and friends can gather together. They have a scrumptious meal. They probably watch a football game. That's become part of the Thanksgiving Day feast. And they enjoy one another. But do we really express thanks to the Lord? We read in Psalm 35, verse 18, David wrote this, I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. And when I read that, Junie, I said, if we could do that in the congregation, how about with our families on Thanksgiving Day? In the midst of the congregation, we should give thanks. What about in the small gatherings and homes on Thanksgiving? So can we suggest that you consider thanking and honoring God this Thanksgiving Day as you gather together and bringing back can I say it this way? The ancient paths, the real purpose of this day. And rather than have Jesus as an afterthought on Thanksgiving Day and just be involved with a meal, we should really honor the Lord by thanking him on Thanksgiving Day because who doesn't have a heart of thanksgiving for what the Lord has done in our lives? And imagine, Shelley, if we begin every day Hallelujah. of our life thanking the Lord for who he is, yes, what he's done, and what he's going to do, and remember him in everything that we think or do 
or feel. Really. Are we reflecting Thank you, Lord. his life? Amen. So every day should really be Thanksgiving, uh, a Thanksgiving day. Giving so, thanks. Giving thanks. <laughs> Amen. We got it. We covered on all sides. So giving thanks to the Lord needs to become a way of life. It's an expression of gratitude to our God who sent Jesus, his son, to die for each of us so that we can be reconciled with God. And as we'll see through uh, many scriptures, there's a dramatic link, Junie, between giving thanks and worship, prayer, and praise. So to begin with, if you have your Bibles, turn with us for a moment to really see the significance and how God sees thanksgiving. Luke chapter 17, familiar verses. We're going to begin in verse 11. Luke 17, 11. And it came about while he was on the way to Jerusalem that he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him, and they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And this is incredible. And it came about that as they were going, they were healed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. Verse 17, and Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but the nine, where are they? Was no one found who turned back to give glory to God except the foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Junie. It's a very significant story, and it's interesting. Only the foreigner, the Samaritan, came back to thank Jesus. But I think what's significant... Go ahead. I think what I'd like to share, Shelley, is what does that mean for us today? The stranger, the Samaritan, well, the ecclesia, the church, are Jews and Gentiles coming together, recognizing Jesus as the Lord, the God of Israel. And when Jesus spoke this to the Samaritan, who was a stranger, perhaps the other nine lepers were Jews. Because why would a stranger go to the priest and show himself as being healed from leprosy? So today, what that would mean would be our people, the Jews in the synagogue, being healed from a terrible disease, an incurable disease, or somebody from the ecclesia, the church of the living God, being healed and not turning back to thank the Lord, but someone from the world, someone caught in sin, someone entrapped in their own life, turning back, falling on their face to thank Yeshua, the Lord God of Israel. So that's very big, Shelley, because if there's anyone listening who doesn't know the Lord, he's there for you and he desires to heal you and touch your life. Really, what I saw in this, Junie, was the link between thanksgiving and glory because it what did uh, Jesus, uh verse 14 
And when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And they were healed as they were going. In verse 15, the Samaritan said, when he saw he had been healed, turned back and he was glorifying God with a loud voice. Then we go to verse 16, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks. So in other words, he was glorifying God, and then he came back and gave thanks. But isn't that interesting? He gave thanks, but what does Jesus say? Was no one found who turned back to give glory to God except the foreigner? So there's a really a dramatic link between thanking God and glorifying God. Hallelujah. And the simplest way, we don't need a a degree in theology, the simplest way to bring glory to God is having a grateful heart and always thanking him. Otherwise, what are we going to do? We're going to be complainers, murmurers, uh, you know, and always looking at the negative. Grumpy and sad. Grumpy and sad. And angry. Anything else? Bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get the picture. But thanksgiving is going to release something in our own hearts and spirits where we can be grateful and we will glorify God by giving him thanks, not just on Thanksgiving Day, but every day that we have breath. Father, we thank you for this season and for the day of Thanksgiving when we can pour out our hearts in gratefulness to a wonderful, loving God. And I pray as we sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, we'll take time for each one at the table to give thanks to a wonderful God. We pray this for us and everyone listening in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.